begged us for our help and asked for more. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky addressing a joint meeting of Congress in his first foreign trip since Russia invaded 10 months ago. Ukraine is alive and kicking. Zelensky spoke to U.S. lawmakers to offer thanks and make the case for continued military support. I know that everything depends on us, on Ukrainian armed forces, yet so much depends on the world. So much in the world depends on you. Zelensky concluded his speech by presenting the Congress with a Ukrainian battle flag signed by Ukrainian troops fighting on the front line. That's Fox's Jared Halpern. Now, Zelensky earlier met with President Biden, got nearly $2 billion in more military assistance. And there's another $45 billion in Ukraine aid and a massive spending bill Congress is trying to approve by Friday. This 4,155-page bill, full of Democratic priorities, does nothing to protect the border. Quite to the contrary, it contains language undermining border security. That's Republican Senator Mike Lee who tells Fox he's trying to include an amendment to keep Title 42 in place, the COVID-era policy that could soon end, leading to an even bigger surge of illegal immigration. It's stormy in the Midwest and soon along the East Coast, snarling pre-Christmas travel. Parts of I-29 and I-90 closed in South Dakota. Until Friday, Tim Pletton, manager at Coffee Cup Fuel Stop in Vivian, has been sheltering stranded drivers there for days. We had... Drivers calling us 65, 40 miles away that didn't have diesel and there was no way of getting to them because of the weather. AAA recommends that if you're traveling by car through dangerous weather, bring plenty of food and water, blankets, cell phone chargers, first aid kits, jumper cables, flashlights, and shovels. Fox's Jeff Manasseh, more than 1,200 flights canceled today, 700 more already scrubbed tomorrow. America's listening to Fox News. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor Every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Some people got COVID and thought, well... That wasn't such a big deal, but you can get COVID again, and next time it could be worse, especially for those 50 and older or with a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. But with an updated vaccine, you have better protection from COVID's worst outcomes, and that's a big deal. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Sam Bankman-Fried is back in the U.S. in custody, flown here from the Bahamas where he was arrested to face fraud and other charges in the United States in the collapse of the FTX crypto exchange he founded, costing investors billions of dollars. Two of Bankman-Fried's associates have pleaded guilty. Caroline Ellison, the former CEO of Alameda Research, and Gary Wong, a co-founder of FTX in connection with their roles in the frauds that contributed to FTX's collapse. U.S. Attorney Damian Williams on Wall Street stocks could drop. Futures are down modestly the day after a big surge. The Dow rose 526 points. The Nasdaq gained 162. COVID has done it again. The newest data on life expectancy in the U.S. says the average lifespan as of 2021 is 76.4 years. That's about a half year less than it was the year before. 
The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's National Center for Health Statistics says the three leading causes of death are heart disease, cancer, and COVID. Women are still outliving men with an average of 79.3 years. Men get just 73 and a half years. Jill Nato, Fox News. Do you know what pickleball is? For those who don't, it looks kind of like a cross between tennis and ping pong, and it's expanding. Major League Pickleball is coming to Washington, D.C. and other cities and bringing some high-profile owners. Sportico.com reports 12 new teams will be added for the 2023 season, bringing the total number of teams to 24. The team named the D.C. Pickleball team has an ownership group that includes celebrities like Kate Upton, Eva Longoria, and Justin Verlander. The other cities included in the expansion include Atlanta, Chicago, Dallas, and Miami. That's Ryan Schmelz. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox. Good morning. It's 6.05. News Radio 92.3 right now. It is cloudy and 50 degrees here in Pensacola. Starting out, let's get an update on your current uh, traffic conditions with Candy. Taking a look at the roads, the only thing we're seeing is a little bit of debris in the roadway. This is in Molino at 95A in Brickton. Traffic tips, text 437-1620. This is brought to you by International Paper, who wish you and your family a very happy holidays. Thank you very much for the update, Candy. 605 at News Radio 92.3. And this update coming in just in the last couple of hours. Pensacola police have arrested five people breaking into vehicles early this morning. This was at the Ashley Club Apartments on Scenic Highway. Officers say at least one stolen vehicle was recovered. Keys to several other vehicles as well. Police are still investigating. Right now they say they're still trying to figure out how many vehicles were entered, what was taken. Officers do say all five of those suspects tried to run but were captured after sh short foot pursuits. Some new details today about that deadly shooting in Navarre last week. The victim identified now as Christopher Ward. He was the cousin of the alleged shooter, Gulf Breeze resident Robert Schuster. According to Channel 3, the men did not appear to be arguing and the incident was caught on video. Schuster still in jail in Santa Rosa County. He's charged with premeditated murder. Escambia and Santa Rosa counties are both involved in a class action lawsuit over the opioid epidemic. The lawsuit was filed Monday in federal court in Panama City and names eight counties and four cities as plaintiffs, including Escambia, Santa Rosa, and the city of Pensacola. The lawsuit targets global consulting firm McKinsey & Company over its past work in helping market opioids, specifically with Purdue Pharma. According to the lawsuit, McKinsey, quote, knew of the dangers of opioids and of Purdue's prior misconduct, but nonetheless advised Purdue to improperly market and sell OxyContin. McKinsey has faced prior lawsuits around the country and in 2021 agreed to pay around $600 million in a settlement. According to our information, the Levin Papantonio Rafferty Law Firm is representing the local communities. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Well, bad news for the Keep the Green Fire Wreath. Three more red bulbs. Scambia County safety officials have confirmed a total of three more structure fires on Wednesday. The first house fire reported uh, on Portland Street. Thanks to working smoke detectors, that occupant was able to quickly extinguish the fire in a storage room. The cause still under investigation. Then another fire in the laundry room of a home on West LaRua Street. Crews say that house did not have functioning smoke detectors. Uh, that was... 
determined to be caused by a toaster oven that was too close to some combustible items. And the third fire happening just after noon on North Pace Boulevard. That was when an RV camper parked behind a commercial building was fully engulfed and one person was taken to the hospital in that one. The weather is about to change. Big cold front expected to push our way as that massive winter storm blankets a lot of the country with snow for Christmas. Now here in northwest Florida... We're just expecting our temperatures to drop below freezing. That should happen overnight tonight. We've heard that the waterfront mission will be a 24-7 warming center starting Thursday um, through Sunday. Uh, and I, I want to give credit, of course, to our police department. You know, um, they, they've got uh, beats to work and, and calls to respond to. Um, but also, they take a very proactive approach. And if, if, we, if we see anybody out there... Um, that we make sure that, that when we're just out on the streets, we make sure that we get the proper information to them and, you know, kind of uh, wear both hats. Any, and uh, Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves there, he says anybody who needs shelter information can call 211 to find out about shelters that are available. And uh, we're also going to post information about all of the cold weather shelters that we know about on the News Radio Facebook page. We're going to be seeing a cloudy day out there with a 20% chance of a few stray showers. High near 64, rain coming later in the day. We are going to be seeing a big cool down as we go into the overnight period. Temperatures dropping quickly into the 20s. Winds picking up to 20 to 20. 25 miles an hour, gusting even higher, making it feel possibly in the single digits by Friday morning. Temperatures are going to stay very cold as you go through Friday. Highs reaching into the 30s, but with the wind feeling more like the teens. And Friday night, temperatures dropping into the low 20s, but feeling much cooler. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. And right now, cloudy and 50 in Pensacola, 51 in Gulf Breeze, 49 in Milton. Your next news at 630 and breaking news anytime. News Radio 92.3. Brian Kilmeade, afternoons at 11. Everyone's too old. You know, why is Chuck Schumer 74 and Nancy Pelosi finally stepping aside but staying in Congress? Clyburn 77. You know, the President of the United States 80. President Trump uh, 76. So people are getting up there in age. And it was in the President's case, obviously he's not aging well. And he's going to go for another four years. On News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Like sands through the Blackwater, so are the days of our Milton. This is my favorite part of all the shows. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. The Business Advisory Council is also new. Several businesses um, have have already stepped up, been willing to participate. Let me tell y'all what it's about. For years, we have heard that there are folks who pay taxes right here in the city of Milton, have invested their money here in the city of Milton as business owners, but they don't live here, so they can't vote for their lead. They can't vote for these leaders here, sitting up here at the dais. They want to have a voice. They've been wanting to have a voice. And I want to help them have that voice. Mayor Heather Lindsay, uh, city of Milton, recently reelected in uh, what can only be described as a bloodbath of an election where three up for reelection city council members were kicked out. And then one who decided not to run again, I think for health reasons, Shannon Rice. Um, but, you know, in her seat, uh, you know, we don't know what would have happened had she run for reelection. But uh, remember I told you the other day. Okay, and like everything in Milton, you got to know the backstory. And the the other day I was telling you about this, you know, sending a letter to F. Dot declaring that 
at least we don't love the uh, widening of Highway 90, but we want to be part of the process. She tried to get that letter in. It was weird for her to propose that for a newly seated council that had not even had a chance to go through the committee of the whole or the executive committee, the process they go through before something comes to council. And she had proposed this letter at the city council meeting all of a sudden when people had just gotten swear, sworn in within the hour. And it really was not appropriate, even though I think you can read her as having legitimate purpose to try to say it soon because FDOT's getting ready to hire a project manager for uh, you know a company for all of that stuff. Okay, that was the backdrop. So one time she had already proposed something to the city council and tried to get action on it before they really had their feet under them. And they rightly so said, yeah, let's wait. Let's talk about that through the process. Here again, I, you know, now this is a discussion. This is not a like implement this thing. Okay, so you can't say it the same way. But what she's saying is, you know, what we need to do is we need to have a kind of a quasi-governmental body I guess it would work within the sunshine if it is going to exist, where you have business owners in the city of Milton who do not live in the city of Milton. Therefore, they are not residents and cannot vote, but nevertheless, they have interests. And we need to let the non-resident business owners advisory council be constructed. And you say, what's what's weird about that? Well, okay, first of all, um, I understand the, the impetus here. There's a sense in which you'd want to get their point of view. I would think you could get their point of view by them either talking to their city council members or to the mayor or coming to city council like any other citizen would come. And you don't have to be a resident of Milton to speak at the city council meetings because the things they do can affect a lot of people, including the Highway 90 widening, obviously. But I, there's, there's something about this that's weird. You know, of course, people who don't live in the city don't get to vote. But, you know, look, people who live in the city of Pensacola don't get to vote on what happens. I don't live in the city of Pensacola, but I still have a say. And if I wanted to go to council or if I wanted to input something, you know, I talk to the mayor, call city councilman or whatever. Um, it's weird to try to create a board of non-residents to have not authority, but input like in my opinion it's weird and so it makes me ask questions about well why and why now as opposed to say a month ago when you had a veteran city council that could have talked about this possibility and it makes you wonder is it because you know the people who are the business owner non-residents are more of the people who support mayor Lindsay's policies but the the residents or the downtown business owners are against her and she feels like she's trying to create a situation where she can get a little bit more authority behind the things that she wants to do or give them more of a say. Also, very, very weird part of this would be the sunshine element. I don't think that the city of Milton is overflowing in free time. <laughs> I don't think that the uh, administrative staff and folks are sitting there thinking, you know what we need right now is more stuff to do and staffing and supporting and organizing and somebody's going to have to be there to shepherd them, a new Sunshine organization, that's going to be a challenge. I would like to propose to the business community who'd like to get involved is that we establish an organization where you get together, you would be meeting in the sunshine now, so keep that in mind, meeting in the sunshine to discuss with other business owners what's important to you and what you'd like council to be doing differently, better, more of, so that this city is more responsive to the business owners that need the help that they, that they would like to have. Now, look, generally speaking, I'm in favor of more input, as much input as possible. Just something about this feels odd to me. And I can't quite exactly put my finger on it, but creating an official mechanism for those people to have input, are there parallel sources of input? Are there other kinds of input? What kinds of other interested parties might, well, you know, do we have the, would you have, for example, the simple non-citizens advisory board? 
you know, people who don't live in Milton but have an interest in downtown, they work there perhaps. The employees grew. You know, it's just like, I, I don't know. There's something going on here, and I'm not quite sure what it is. Councilman Leak, who has put his money where his mouth is, he has had several businesses here in town. Uh, he's working hard on, on several several projects. He said he would be glad to help be a liaison for this business advisory council to speak to council about what the businesses are talking about. Okay, so now we're going to have... Um, I, I'm 80%. <laughs> I follow Milton, but sometimes I think Leak was one of the ones who lost his election. So now he's going to oversee this, or is he still the councilman? Maybe he is. I don't know. Just, I don't know. It's odd. It's odd. So the, the drama is a lot of questions for me right now. I just don't know what's happening here, and uh, I'm going to be very curious to see how this plays out, especially with a new council. He's <laughs> trying to figure out what's the mayor doing exactly here. 616 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Ah, and these are the days of Molino because <laughs> debris in the roadway in Molino right now. 95A and Brickton Road. Not a real busy intersection, but still be careful. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Hey, if you're thinking about getting that next vehicle, I strongly recommend Frontier Motors. It's a great place to start. In your car buying experience, it could also be the great place to pick a car, but you know, you, you never know. But what, what I like about them is it's a buffet of cars. Okay, it's 300 different trucks and sedans and Jeeps and SUVs all sitting around in the lot, and you can compare them and you can drive. In fact, honestly, drive two, three, five, drive, drive one that's outside of your, your category. You know, you're definitely getting an SUV. Great. Why don't you drive a sedan or a pickup or even a, a kind of an economy vehicle? And maybe what you discover is, oh, my God, I didn't think I wanted a sports car, but now I kind of do. And that's fine. Get something that excites you. Get something that you're really going to like because you're going to drive it for a while. But the value of all of that side-by-side -side inventory is that you can really compare them apples to apples and decide what you want to buy, what you're going to have to sit in and drive and fiddle with knobs and move the, you know, the chair around and the window up and down, all that kind of stuff for the next several years that you own this vehicle. Frontier Motors is a great place to buy good quality used cars. Uh, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru. The men and women here at Anderson Subaru are committed to the Subaru love promise. A promise between us and our communities. A promise to make the Gulf Coast a better place to live, to work, and to play. And we're proud of what we've accomplished. From our ongoing support of the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association and Ascension Sacred Heart to volunteering with Feeding the Gulf Coast. We've conducted clothing drives for loaves and fishes and charity auctions for Gulf Coast Kids House. And we support Sherwood Elementary School in multiple ways. We're committed to the pets in our communities too. By supporting dog adoption events with Phoenix Rising Rescue, Barktoberfest with Pensacola Humane Society, and Potty Gras with Wolfgang Park and Bruce. And the love continues through donations, volunteering, and monetary support. Anderson Subaru is making a difference in the lives of our neighbors and our community. The Subaru Love Promise. That's a promise we intend to keep at Anderson Subaru Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 9.30. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join Travis today at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
A gift certificate from Stillwater's Day Spa and Medical Spa makes the perfect last-minute gift for the hard-to-buy-for loved one on your list. After all of the preparation and work getting ready for the holidays, they need to relax, and Stillwater's makes it easy for you. You can get a gift certificate in minutes by going to swmedspa.com on your smartphone and then have it emailed or printed out at home. Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa, voted Best Day Spa on the Coast and Best of the Bay 17 years in a row. swmedspa.com. At a time when misinformation is all too common on social media, we take great pride in bringing you the news that matters, that impacts your family, news you can trust. Local broadcast journalists bring you the facts, covering the stories breaking in our community and across the globe. Text RADIO to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on local journalism. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923. Look, Charlie, let's face it. We all know that Christmas is a big commercial racket. It's run by a big Eastern syndicate, you know. Well, this is one play that's not going to be commercial. There's a pretty serious thing that is a great illustration of unintended consequences of government action. And it's serious because you've got a law that has been passed that now is going to end up doing exactly the opposite of what it was intended to do. There's a new federal law that has to do with listing food products on labels, and it added... Sesame, sesame seeds or sesame oil or sesame, any product sesame, has uh, been added as an allergen because it's not a very common, but it is one of those allergens that when people have it, it's very, very bad for them. Just like you you already have in 2004, they had labeling requirements for milk, eggs, fish, shellfish, tree nuts, peanuts, wheat, and soybeans because people have you know issues with those foods. So they've added sesame. You think, how, how would that be uh, problematic for the food labeling, for the food industry? Well, here's what's happening. Major food organizations like the Olive Garden, like Wendy's, like Chick-fil-A are now adding sesame products like, for example, sesame flour or sesame oil to their recipes in order to simply say on the label, yeah, there's a sesame product in it. Because the alternative is that if you do not put sesame on your label, then you have to certify that you have protected the food from being contaminated by sesame products. And they say, you know what? It's really expensive and really difficult to be sure that it's sesame kosher, so to speak. And so instead of trying to make it sesame kosher, what we're going to do is we're just going to put sesame in everything. And then we're going to add it to the label. And so what before was, you know, I'm making up a number here, but let's say 2% of the food products had sesame. You're now going to have, say, 20% of the food products are going to have sesame because organizations who don't want to have to, and it's very expensive to go through the process of certifying sesame free, are just going to deliberately add sesame flour, for example, to the recipe and then put it on the label that there's sesame. And then you can deal with the problems. <laughs> just like... First of all, my heart goes out to the people who's like, for example, kids have sesame allergies because this makes life so much worse for them. 
But the flip side is this is one of the problems with what government does foolishly is government tries to come in and solve a problem without asking, you know, if I were a business owner, how would I handle this new regulation? Oh, I would just put sesame in my products and say tough. Well, that's what they're doing. 624 on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The Senate getting back to work today to pass that government funding bill. Senate Minority Whip John Toon of South Dakota says he thinks the chamber may be able to move forward on the bill today. U.S. life expectancy has now declined. Figures released Wednesday show life expectancy in the U.S. has fallen uh, to 76.4 years in 2021, down from 77 in 2020. And former Former Hall of Fame pro wrestler Hacksaw Jim Duggan apparently had to fend off an intruder at his home in South Carolina recently. He was on Tucker Carlson last night to share his story. And apparently that's not going to play. <laughs> it <laughs> but, happens to everybody. Uh, I don't know what. Anyway, uh, apparently somebody busted through his door. He had to tackle the guy, throw him out of the house, and uh, held him at gunpoint with a 44 Magnum. Come to find out the man was in a dispute with the family of a young girl down the road. Her family members were chasing the man with firearms. Uh. Uh, so I'll leave that story right there. All right. And just I have a question for you, not specifically about this story, because this is sort of your area of expertise. He's something I've always wondered. Do um, do people who are professional wrestlers like have a spare folding chair in the hallway for intruders or? Well, uh, you know, I was surprised at Hacksaw Jim Duggan that he had a 44 Magnum instead of his trademarked two by four that he would beat people <laughs> with, you know, so. Well, there's, you know, weapon for the home and weapon for the ring. Right. I mean, you exactly. know, one's got to have yeah. distinctions, right? 625 on News Radio 92.3. <laughs> Candy Scott. No, can't you see it? Like, oh, I you know, these guys are really big. Like, I could see uh, the Undertaker with, like, a trench coat and, a you know, a folding chair underneath because that's his weapon of, you know, he's familiar with the dimensions and everything. All right, I'm going to go ahead and go to the candy on <laughs> traffic on no, the No, right, David and I are both, like, wrestling fans. I'm like, you're totally wrong, Andrew. The Undertaker <laughs> doesn't even use chairs. Come on. <laughs> does, though. Okay, uh, and taking a look, good news is we're not showing a whole bunch of uh, slowdowns and usually light this time of uh, day, uh, but uh, we are seeing some debris in the roadway. This is in Molino at Brickton and 95A. And again, not a real busy intersection, but certainly watch out for that. Uh, if you have traffic tips, you can text them in 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. So if your parents are kind of getting older and getting to where they're having trouble doing things for themselves and you're helping a lot. It's very common. Everybody goes through this with their parents. Uh, sometimes you go through with your grandparents and your parents, but I, you know, look, I understand. Uh, and it's not just like they're having trouble opening jars or doing the vacuuming. That's true, but bathing, dressing, grooming, toileting, you know, very basic activities of daily living. And it's getting to be too much for you and you're getting frustrated and you know, you hate to feel that way. And I know you want to take care of your parents, but you also have like made yourself a promise. I'm never, ever, ever putting them in a nursing home. Okay. I understand. But there's an alternative. There's something other than a skilled nursing facility. It's called assisted living. And in assisted living, you still have a very high degree of independence. You live on your own. You just live in a community where you also have access to the kind of help that you really need that is often too much and really is too much for just relatives and the kids. So there's like 40 different places to go, though. I mean, here locally, how do you pick between them? How do you figure out which one is the best? lifestyle, which one has the best services. Well, this is why you call John Horton. He's a friend. He's got a company called Assisted Living Locators. And what he does is help people just like you figure this out for their parents and loved ones. There's no cost to calling him, no cost to using him whatsoever. He'll just help you navigate this terrain and figure it out. 712-0887. Check him out online at assistedlivinglocators.com.
Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out this morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. This is Gracie Wolf from Pensacola right now on News Radio 92.3. Wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas ho, ho, ho. and a Happy New Year. News Radio 92.3. Keep the change, you filthy animal. The shepherds feared and trembled when low above the earth rang out the angels' chorus. All right, so look, here on News Radio, when... Make a mistake. We like to come right out and own it and admit it. And uh, I, I told you something that's not true. Um, apparently, the experts in wrestling here have explained to me that the uh, the Undertaker did not, in fact, use folding chairs, but he instead he carried the pile driver with him and used that on his. <laughs> the pile driver? Yeah. Don't you buy it at the hardware store? The pile driver? No, that's a move, dude. <laughs> Do you really I, not know that? Of course I know that. I'm I'm messing with you to make oh. you think I'm genuinely that ignorant that See, I don't even know what a pot. Look, Ann, you have to understand. Wrestling is serious <laughs> business, okay? We I can't tolerate mess, this kind of just frivolity. Buffoonery. I just thought I could mess with you. Yeah, I mean, you know. That's what I'm doing when I'm talking to, politics. You have to reload the pile driver every, every five times you use it, right? <laughs> That's right. Okay, yeah. So, no, they were on me in the break. They're like, pile driver. Undertaker didn't use the chairs. He used a pile driver. Come on. Learn your wrestling stuff. Oh, okay, that's just never going to happen, and it, and it and entertains me you no that you guys know so much. No, I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. Everything I know about wrestling I learned from Hulk Hogan and The Rock. Fox News, and I'm Chris Foster. 18 standing ovations in Congress for Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky, asking for continued American support against the Russian invasion of his country. Against all odds and doom and gloom, Scenarios Ukraine didn't fall. Some Republicans want to dial back Ukraine aid when they take control of the House next month. More than 1,200 flights are canceled so far today, and driving will be tough in a large part of the country today and tomorrow. We're really just at the early stages of what is going to be a major winter storm, seeing it now sweep across the Plain State, sweeping across the upper Midwest. That very heavy snow currently falling in places like Wisconsin, back across the Plains. This is only going to intensify as it really deepens and becomes a bomb cyclone, which is just really an in- intensification in a very short amount of time. Fox meteorologist Adam Klotz, 150 million Americans will be feeling wind chills below zero. We'll travel tough. Heading into this Christmas weekend, America's listening to Fox News. 
Good morning, 631 News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. It's 50 degrees and cloudy right now. Enjoy that temperature while it lasts because that's going to be dropping here very soon, uh, later overnight tonight. And Escambia County officials say three cold weather shelters will be opening tonight ahead, or today rather, ahead of the cold spell that's going to start tonight, overnight, and then uh, last through the weekend. The Waterfront Rescue Mission will be opening. That's going to be a shelter for men only. Uh, as an overnight shelter on Herman Street for women and children, the Reap Lodge will be uh, will have cots available in their central room. That's located at 1310 North S Street, and the Reap Maxwell Center at 1000 West Blount Street will be open for men that have children, couples, and for families as well. And uh, again, we're going to post information on all of the shelters that we know about on the News Radio Facebook page if you need information on that later in the day. Pensacola police say they've arrested five people that were breaking into vehicles. Now, this is an update that we got just a few hours ago. Uh, they, this happened at Ashley Club Apartments on Scenic Highway. PPD says one stolen vehicle was recovered as well as keys to several other vehicles. Police are still investigating, and they're currently trying to figure out just how many vehicles were entered, what was taken. Officers do say that all five suspects were caught after short foot pursuits today. A Palafox Street bar might be forced to close down after reportedly violating a city ordinance, allowing only one bar per block in the city. Casks and Flights wine tasting room owner John McCorvoy recently asked the city council to take another look at that ordinance. And look at my business and look at it as something that's not just a bar where liquor is because liquor is not my main, uh, it's not my my primary uh, revenue source. It's nothing, it's, it doesn't even fall, it's maybe like second or third from what I do because I do a lot of events. I'm more of an event space restaurant than a liquor bar. Uh, the News Journal yesterday reports the investigation was started after the mayor's office notified city code enforcement about the possible violation last September. McCorvoy says he doesn't consider his business a bar as they serve food and hold events in the space. Mayor D.C. Reeves says the city is reviewing the ordinance. The Council on Aging in West Florida says the demand for space heaters is way up, but the community stepped up in a big way to help fill that demand. You know, after all these years, I have finally learned to not uh, doubt the generosity of the Pensacola community. That call for space heaters went out, and we have been inundated with donations of heaters, of, of cash and checks, uh, blankets and socks even. Uh, the community always turns out for our seniors, and we so appreciate it. President and CEO Josh Newby says Tuesday alone they were able to give out over 50 space heaters. That's double their average. And yesterday, Florida Power and Light announced a donation of $45,000 to the organization. A janitor working at an Escambia County elementary school now facing multiple charges related to child pornography and soliciting a minor. According to Channel 3, 24-year-old Eric William Poston was employed by ABM Industries to work as a janitor at Warrington Elementary. He's accused of attempting to meet a 13-year-old girl he befriended at Bellevue Middle School uh, to provide drugs, alcohol, and e-cigarettes. In addition, investigators say they found nude images of a 16-year-old girl on his cell phone. He was arrested on Friday. It's 635 News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives. Candy, what are you seeing? Uh, right now, not seeing a whole lot. Uh, we are watching uh, debris in the roadway, it looks like, at Brickton and uh, 95A. That is in Molino. Certainly, if you see something, let us know. You can text 437-1620. Uh, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. 
We're going to be seeing a cloudy day out there with a 20% chance of a few stray showers. High near 64, rain coming later in the day. We are going to be seeing a big cool down as we go into the overnight period. Temperatures dropping quickly into the 20s. Winds picking up to 20 to 25 miles an hour, gusting even higher, making it feel possibly in the single digits by Friday morning. Temperatures are going to stay very cold as you go through Friday. Highs reaching into the 30s, but with the wind feeling more like the teens. And Friday night, temperatures dropping into the low 20s, but feeling much cooler. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. And right now, cloudy skies. It's 50 in Pensacola, 51 in Gulf Breeze, 49 in Milton. Enjoy those temperatures while we got them. Your next news at 7, breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with your Money Now. Two associates of FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried have pleaded guilty for their roles in a fraud that contributed to the cryptocurrency exchange's collapse and are cooperating with federal investigators. Carolyn Ellison, the former CEO of Alameda Research and trading firm tied to FTX, and Gary Wang, FTX's former chief technology officer, both pleaded guilty to criminal offenses similar to those Bankman-Fried was charged with last week. The U.S. attorney for the Southern District District of New York announced the charges and plea agreements in a video posted online last night. Swiss watch exports jumped to a record high in November as Americans snapping up pricey timepieces outweighed slumping demand from China. Shipments rose 10.9 percent to a monthly record of 2.6 billion dollars last month. Exports are on track for the industry's best year ever. The U.S. overtook China as the top market for Swiss watches last year. On Wall Street, futures are modestly lower. That's your money now. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with the incredible end-of-the-year sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 866-95-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 866-95-STEEL. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 866-95-STEEL now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures, including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building at end of the year savings. Call 866-95-STEEL. That's 866-957-8335. 866-95-STEEL. What if I told you there was more than one way to listen to your favorite news talk station in Pensacola? You probably already know that you can hear News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 97.3 and on the AM dial at 1620. But did you know you can also listen to News Radio on the FM dial at 95.3? You can also stream us live online at NewsRadio923.com or by downloading our mobile app. Just look for News Radio Pensacola in your app store. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Morning, 639 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. Uh, we've got Wes Moreno on the line. He is the uh, Scambia County Administrator. Hey, Wes, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. 
Hey, good morning, Andrew. It's great to be here this morning. Great to have you. Uh, before we, we, we actually have a bunch of stuff I want to get to with you. The one is what I think might be a little bit of an inaccurate description, and I want to ask you the question. The uh, the broadband project, which I know you can't say a lot about because we're like in the bid process right now, and so you're not supposed to talk too much about it. But um, one slice of this, the, um, the the PNJ had written an article and where they basically said that the the rebid of this after all of the you know the protests from Cox that the rebid aligned the new service area to the um, uh, the EREC service area which kind of gave the impression like it was being crafted so as to make it so that EREC would have a favorable bidding status because it'd be easy for them to bid on that versus anybody else uh, I, you know I, that was the takeaway that I got from the article but I wanted to ask you whether that is a fair characterization of the rebid from your opinion uh, no, I, I believe that I would call that inaccurate. Uh, E-Rex footprint ends right around Barano Park Road. And uh, so what we did, we came all the way down to Muskogee Road, which is considerable, a considerable amount uh, of area that is out of their footprint. And we also went further to the east uh, that is also out of their footprint. So we did not design it specifically for E-Rex. You know, we, we put the RFP out in an area that has a, a large amount of unserved and un underserved. And we're trying to hit that bigger area uh, all at one time. And so that's, what, that's why we did what we did. Do you happen to know offhand how much, because uh, I have not seen the map, and I apologize I did not do that, but um, how much of the formerly covered area in the prior bid is now not covered in the new service area bid proposal? Can you give me any sense of that? Uh, the prior, the prior, the prior went down one as far south as nine mile. Okay, okay. So that's the big difference is just not going quite as far south. Okay, that that that's helpful. The other yep. question that I've been getting a lot from people is. We're using um, American Rescue Plan money for the broadband, for our slice of the contribution for the broadband project. And people have been asking me, well, what about the infrastructure bill? That had money for this. Uh, what about state funding? It seems like there are, you know, the rural broadband initiative. It seems like there's lots of other pots of money that could be used for this, which would then free up ARP money to be used on something like, you know, storms, storm drains, sewer, that, that other things that could be done with that money, uh, conversion of septic to sewer, whatever. Can you address that question? Yeah, so you know, the, in, in the infrastructure bill, there is uh, funding listed for broadband. So not all that money has really started rolling yet. I mean, I know it's in it's in the bill, but it's not really started started rolling. The state has, uh, you know, their first deadline for any grant funding was December the ninth, and and so. Uh, and when you look at the grant, the verbiage in the grant, it's if it's an area that's already served by a utility or, or by a company, uh, that company would take precedent over the local county or the local government as far as grant funding from the, especially from the state. So what we've done is we've we've encouraged all all of our uh, local entities to apply for for that grant funding, and so. Uh, we're kind of attacking it from that way, which lessens it does lessen the burden on the ARPA funds. It really does. Okay, so it's not that you're not seeking funding from those sources. It's that the one isn't available just yet, and the other you actually are seeking it. And we're trying to, you know, sort of throw two 
spots up against the wall and hope as much sticks as possible. Is that a, is that, am I kind of getting it right? Well, yeah, yeah, kind of, but the private, the private entities would take precedent over us. Okay. So what we're doing, we are, we're encouraging them. We, we, we did encourage everybody to uh, apply for that grant. The grant deadline was December the 9th to have the applications in. And uh, I don't know who all did, who all didn't, but that was what we're doing. And then we'll assess part of the RFPs is we'll be assessing, uh, you know, all, all the financials that come with it and how much uh, the grant grant funds involved, you know, what's asked from us and so on and so forth. And that's what we'll do uh, as we bring them in. You, uh, you had the great fun of traveling uh, over to see the, the Triumph Gulf Coast Board <laughs> to uh, basically present to them a plan for OLF8 that you and I talked about last week, uh, $14 million, which is, you know, their share of uh, fronting for the construction of some infrastructure, including a main road north-south across the property that would eventually be backfilled and paid in by, uh, paid for by the companies that actually come in there. At least that's the theory. Uh, everything was a go is the unanimous vote so moving forward right we are moving forward we're already working on the rfp for the design to get a consultant on board and uh, we'll hit the streets with it with that solicitation shortly after the first of the year and we're going to be ready to go and we're not going to slow down on that we're going to we're going to go as, as aggressively as we can uh to Get to construction of that entry road. So, are we talking like? I mean, you're the roads guy. You would know better. I mean, are we talking like maybe mm-hmm. April we could start turning dirt and actually doing some some construction out there? No, not it'll be it'll be a little bit longer than that. I said I would say the design would take at least probably seven to eight months. Oh, right. Of course, and the then bid we'll, then the design. We'll, my we'll fault. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So probably yeah. optimistically next next like this year. Next time this year. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Okay. I would say so. All right. Well, it's... Yeah, Chris Phillips rode over with me. I appreciate him, my traffic guy. He and I, we, we got to eat at a place called the Rib Crib afterwards. So. <laughs> it, was, it was a real good trip. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Hey, it's 645 on News Radio 92.3. Wes Moreno is the Escambia County Administrator. Wes, hang on for just a second. Let's get candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. And Traffic on the Fives. We're watching one accident. This is in uh, Pace. It's Woodbine Road and Melvin Drive uh, and Oak Tree Lane. Now, there is not a roadblock at this time, but certainly caution in that area. 437-1620. If you have traffic tips, News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Wes Moreno, the County Administrator for Escambia County. Uh, we got $11 million for a NIFWIT grant for the uh, Navy Point Shoreline Project. Now, this is not Navy Point, but uh, by the Naval Air Station Pensacola. What, what, what struck me about this is, on the one hand, we're removing oyster bags from the Navy Point, but part of this grant, always feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, is to install oysters at that as a part of it. It seems weird to me, just as a citizen, that we would be undoing one place and then redoing the same thing in a different place. Can you maybe help me understand that a little bit better? Yeah, it'll be a combination of things. It will be used some large aggregate uh, rock as well to a lot of the project. There will be some uh, oysters installed there, but not in any areas that are recreational or swimming where folks will be swimming. And, you know, we're going to re-nurse White Island as part of this and, and do some dredging as well. But it's a large project, one of the largest uh, around, actually. And um, so the oysters, you know, I think if you remember the the bags that we put in, uh, kind of find out maybe it wasn't the, they weren't made of the best material. So 
I think uh, what we move forward with will be something a little more updated, a little more uh, suited, if you will, for for the purpose that we're going to use them for. And, uh, you know, the Navy Point deal was 180 grand, this 10, 10.9, 10.4, something like that. So it's going to be a much more involved project. I think it'll be a much more effective project. And uh, I think it will be highly successful. Okay. And that's actually, I mean, that's a fair point that, you know, the technology that was put into those might be a little bit up, updated or upgraded today. Plus with the price tag, we might be able to afford something that's a little bit more integrated, comprehensive, and hopefully, fingers crossed, a little bit more successful in the long run. Uh, one thing obviously that you've got going on right now is the cold weather is coming tomorrow, overnight tonight into tomorrow. We've got what, three shelters open. Is that right? Yeah, we got we work. We, Travis, our emergency manager, has been working. He's been working on this since last week, working with all of our uh, community partners, and they're you know they're they're lessening some of the restrictions to bring people in. Uh, they're going to let them stay during the day as as warming shelters uh, instead of having to leave in the mornings, and so they're going to be available. And we've been putting the word out through the homeless community and and, and through some press releases as well. So. Uh, they should, I would expect by this afternoon to start filling up. But, yeah, we should have plenty of beds available, plenty of space available. And I really appreciate Travis. Uh, and, you know, what I like about my staff is they think ahead. I don't have to go I don't go have to, I don't have to go tap him on the shoulder. He was already working on it. And uh, instead of me going to ask him for it, he, he brought it forward himself. And, that, and, I, and I appreciate that. It's nice when you're the county manager that you have a staff of directors who will run the county uh, which is their job, and all you have to do is make sure they're doing okay. <laughs> you know, that's the idea, right? You you shouldn't have to be running the roads and the shelters. They have made it easy. <laughs> I, I told some of them yesterday they've, they've really made it easy. I've met with them. Everyone I meet with, I will say this across the board, they have a vision for their department. They have a plan to accomplish that vision, and they all just want to be the best, and, and they're – it's it's just been it's been good with the board team and directors. It really has been. Well, very good. And you know, the only thing that's still kind of the outstanding element is the ECAT contract, which I guess you guys are going to get a report on this based on the, the the appeal coming up next week. And you know, again, hopefully, fingers crossed, the last outstanding union negotiation that you're trying to resolve, which by comparison means you're way ahead having resolved so many of them. So I, th- I always think of that as a kudos. Well, it's the end of the year. It's Christmas. It's New Year's. Sir, as always, thank you for the time. Thanks. I know you you took this job kind of reluctantly to begin with. Uh, you somewhat reluctantly took the job as, you know, permanent administrator. I think everybody recognizes you've done a great job of it. And uh, thank you so much for serving the county, Wes. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it, Andrew. And uh, y'all have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you again soon. 6.50 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Fall is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's fertilizing the lawn, pruning, planting shrubs, cool weather color, and of course, winter vegetables. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got the answers on the News Radio Garden Line. 
every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesday, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, and Barnes Feed Store. This is Abby with Stillwater's Day Medical Spot wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a much happier New Year. This is Katie Burgey with Alpha Star Mainstay wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a much happier New Year. This is Katie King with E.W. Bullock wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a much happier New Year. This is Kaylee with Fishbine Orthodontics wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a much happier New Year. And happy holidays from our locally owned family of stations. 99.1 FM, 1330 AM, ESPN Pensacola. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 and Cat Country 98. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. Gas 310. Florida average is 299. We finally got back to it's still higher than when Trump left office. Um, Texas is 261. California is 434. <laughs> Candy, stop throwing things at me. Or if you do, just keep throwing with the plastic shield. We'll be fine. 273 east in Navarre at the Walmart. 273 west in Navarre at the other Walmart. Uh, 278 foot of the Garcon Point Bridge at the Murphy across the street. 289 at the, uh, which one is that? The Gulf Breeze always on top of each other. The Exxon that is on Highway 98. Uh, 269 in Milton at the Raceway before Avalon, 269 at the P Ridge Murphy, and then 269 if you wait a minute in uh, pace, you get to the Raceway there. It's uh, cheaper than the others. Uh, over in Pensacola, 259 at both the Walmart on Nine Mile and the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29, and coming in from the southwest side where you always pay more for your gas, 265 at the Pace at Shell. Uh, the, the sh- the shell at Basin Cervantes. 653 on News Radio 923. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David. Russia is complaining about Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky's meeting with President Biden yesterday. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov tells a uh, Russian website today that, quote, we can note with regret that neither President Biden nor President Zelensky spoke any words that could be seen as potential willingness to listen to Russia's concerns. Oh, how dare they right. uh, respond to an outright invasion, mass murder, terrorism uh, to, you know, to not be nice about it. How dare well, right. they? It's very rude. Uh, an Arctic cold front being called a bomb cyclone, otherwise known as some snow and possibly a blizzard, uh, bringing dangerous and record-breaking temperatures across the U.S. Uh, windchill temperatures in some uh, some areas all the way down to 50 below zero. Now, here we are expecting freezing temperatures overnight tonight uh, through the weekend. We'll have some information on cold weather shelters if you need that on the News Radio Facebook page. The annual reenactment of George Washington's famous Christmas crossing of the Delaware River is supposed to happen this weekend. Upwards of 10,000 people expected on the banks of the Delaware on Christmas Day. Historians say the crossing in 1776 was a turning point in the Revolutionary War. Well, based on the pictures I've seen, it was President Trump who crossed the Delaware, wasn't it? Wasn't that one of the NFTs? Was him in the boat? Was that the one you bought? <laughs> no. 
Did you? Re- you could resell it. <laughs> I'm It'd sure I could. Make I could make money. a yeah, really tidy profit on that. Yes, that's right. David, thanks so much for the update. Six fifty-five here on News Radio ninety-two-three. Oh, this is actually kind of interesting. Uh, you know how the Escambia School District, based on the Florida law that was recently passed, and we're not the only one. It just we happen to be tracking it more here in Escambia. We had this big old list of books that got you know, flags raised about them. And now we're going through each one of them and they removed uh, the perks of being a wallflower from being available in the high schools. Right. You remember this? Okay. I do. There's an interesting story out of Texas that you're going to want to pay attention to where the feds are now coming in and they're pursuing an investigation against a Texas school district that did something like this with books related to LGBT topics. And they're calling it uh, discrimination against you know, gender, gender orientation, the things that are protected under federal law. And they are pursuing an investigation against Texas school district for violating those rules. They're not doing it against us. I'm just saying you could see there's something parallel there. And keep in mind the possibility that as we go through complying with now state law, this may bring us in violation of or subject to an investigation by the feds for doing the same. Just FYI, Candy's got traffic on the fives. But before we go to Candy, I think we have a special update coming from our man in the sky, the eye in the sky on the scene. It is Mike Wood in the Pensacola Police Department Pensacola helicopter. Mike. Oh, you got to put his mic on. I did. Why can't we hear? Oh, it's there There it is. is. (laughs) There it is. He's just beating on his chest. Okay. (laughs) It's very loud. You're going to be bruised. (laughs) Thank you for the helicopter. When your wife asks, just tell her we'd made those. It's fine. (laughs) That's right. Today, you're the Christmas wrapping cop. He he came in early and brought us some um, uh, donuts. A cop brought donuts. Interesting. I flipped it around on you. <laughs> you reversed the you pattern. I love it. The traffic pattern has been reversed. I like that. That is awesome. Candy, what's going on the road? Uh, roads are fine. Uh, w- watching an accident. This is Woodbine and uh, Oak Tree Lane, Melvin Drive. This is uh, in Milton P. Ridge uh, area. It's a hit run crash with injuries. Watch our emergency crews on scene, but not blocking anything right now. If you have traffic tips, text them in 437 1620 News Radio 923. Informative, local. Dependable. Ow. Ow, that does hurt. That's hurt, Sorry. doesn't Ow. it? Oh, big right. brothers and big sisters of Northwest Florida is hosting its... Are you going to be okay, Candy? No. This got to recover now. Uh, is hosting okay, its annual some. signature event, the Big Gala, presented by the Ice Flyers on Saturday, January 14th. Black tie. It's at the Pensacola Hilton. You want to sign up for this, and uh, it's all kinds of good stuff. Anyway, there are sponsorships available. Obviously, you can get tickets. You can either call Big Brothers Big Sisters at 433-KIDS or go to newsradio923.com. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate, from managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. As an IRS-certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, remitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and their HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. Hi guys, if you find yourself in a divorce or you know that one is coming, you're likely stressed about your kids, your finances, and what your future is going to look like when the divorce is over. You're going to need help with this, and I'm here to do that. Whatever you're facing, I can help you get through it. I specialize in helping guys just like you get through difficult divorces. I'm Autumn Blackledge, and trust me, I can help you through this. Just look me up on social media or on the web. I'm Autumn Blackledge, and I'm here to help. Pensacola, Florida. 
What does Christmas mean to you? Hi, it's Gracie Wolf from Pensacola right now. The holiday season means so much to me because it's a special time to reflect on what God has blessed me with, surrounded by my family, my friends, and an amazing community. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hey, this is Bobby Rossi. Happy holidays, and I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. future news a very quick future news uh, are they going to pass the omnibus or are we going to have to resort to a continuing resolution yes okay <laughs> i think this uh, year will ukraine get 45 billion something less or nothing 45 billion oh, i think it'll wind up being something less frankly uh, and will they change the sesame labeling law no they need to change it it's ridiculous yes. the way that thing is structured right now uh when will the b2s be back up in the air tomorrow mm, a month i would say your home for Brian Kilmeade. Weekdays 11 to 1 is News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. We're preparing for cold weather here across the area. We've got information.